is Shell Sorrow and this is Fire and Soul, a community where awakening leaders and truth seekers gather to unite in sovereignty in today's triggered world. Featuring courageous and compassionate conversations, Fire and Soul will help you reclaim sovereignty in life, love, and leadership. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. Hey, Fire and Soul, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in today. How are you? I mean, really? You know, think about that for a moment. Like, how do you feel? Are you in your body right now? Did you take a breath even when I said that? Yeah, come right back to this moment. You know, last week I took my first week off from releasing a dose weekly. And that's how I release here. A lot of podcasters batch recordings in advance and then schedule them to be published. And I don't. I, I'm, I'm a weekly kind of gal. But I knew that I was moving on, on the weekend before the 4th of July and that I would just be all consumed with prepping and preparing and getting everything organized with the movers and so much that had to get done. So I really checked in with myself. And while I hadn't missed an episode since last August of 2021, the, the overall feeling was the most grace that I could give myself and the inner spaciousness that I needed not only physically but emotionally and vibrationally would be just to like honor it's okay take a week off and then come back in and and you know get back going so here we are anyway I'm gonna release an episode I think next week with uh what this move has been like uh, what the journey of these past 10 and a half 11 months has represented and I know that it's going to resonate with you because we are all on this awakening journey together And then I'll have a really special conversation with um, a rock star yoga teacher coming out. And then we'll release Belinda Womack. I cannot wait to share these episodes with you. So I have a lot of magic in the queue for you. But um, to be continued or stay tuned, I should say. What today's dose is, I was a guest on my friend and former guest of, of Fire and Soul, he and his wife, Brian Grasso and Carrie Campbell came on the show a few years back and that was a great episode by the way and I'm going to ask Greta to link to it and uh, we've been we stayed connected all these years and he's been observing my journey a lot through my stories and through shares on social media and he asked if I would be a guest in his high-end mastermind and I said absolutely yes and so you'll share you'll hear more about as we share the context of how that came to be and what he was observing and what I thought he might be observing and how we got some clarity on that but what I love about this conversation and why I believe it was so important to share with you is that so many of us are trying to be in this delicate dance of the 5D and the 3D, a new paradigm and the old paradigm, what is dissolving and dying out and some of those constructs, right, and identities and labels and rules of what once was, but yet we're moving into this new earth frequency, this infinite portal, I would say, and some of the old stuff seems to need to apply in the new world or maybe not still kind of gray in that area and I'm allowing myself to be but this was the first time that I had a conversation with really high-end entrepreneurs and leaders and then Brian is that he is a very successful entrepreneur uh, himself and coach and mindset master and really helps people learn to he likes to say, eliminate their their limiting beliefs. You know how I feel about that. I'm like, be with all of it. But the way that he teaches and guides is so beautiful and it dovetails so nicely in terms of what the medicine is here for you. So the reason I wanted to share it is because if this conversation can be helpful for you as you're trying to explain who you are, who you be in your new earth reality as compared to maybe where you were six months ago, three months ago, hell, maybe a week ago or a couple years ago, 
everything feels different, but yet we're still in the world. We're still needing to be human and to play by some of the old rules so that it can land and resonate and make sense. And let me just tell you, another reason I share this is because while I've had many, many, many opportunities to be a guest on a lot of podcasts lately, specifically around my awakening journey, a lot of people are intrigued. They want to share this with their communities. But what I thought was so special about this is that after this conversation wrapped, and I was just like, wow, Brian, you know, love you, love your wife, and um, and I do, and I'll bring him and his, and his wife Carrie back on the show again sometime soon. But what I didn't anticipate was the outpouring of heartfelt, really generous messages. They just poured in on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on email. There were probably over two dozen messages. And by the way, that's rare. Like if you have a guest expert in your mastermind, and believe me, I've been running these for so long and I run a mastermind right now called Soul Circle. We're moving into our second month and it's beautiful what's happening in there. And we had a guest facilitator, so I know how this runs. You're grateful. It's magic. It's potent. Everyone's digging it for the most part, right? Who's supposed to anyway, or who's open, and uh, but it's rare that you'll you'll see written notes get expressed, or that that guest would then say back to you like, "Wow, you know, I I really heard from a lot of your people," and so that's what I didn't anticipate. A, it speaks to just the kind-hearted generous souls of those who are magnetized to Brian's medicine, which I'm not surprised by, but it also speaks to being in the stance, 5D, 3D, being with what's real and authentic and fully and wholly alive and just letting that light shine and not having it be under an old paradigm or construct because I received so many messages of how my message opened up something in each person. So after getting all those messages, I was like, you know what? I want to share this on fire and soul because if this landed for his high-end mastermind participants, my guess is there's something here for you, especially if you're trying to navigate what once was, what's no longer really feeling aligned, what's pulling you forward. You're on your awakening path. You don't really necessarily know how to navigate it because there certainly ain't a, a handbook for this journey, right? So if this can be of any value for you, I wanted to share it. So without further ado, please enjoy Brian Grasso. I'll leave the ways in which you can connect with him uh, in the show notes. And by all means, please reach out to him if he can be of any service to you. And please enjoy this conversation. Sending you so much love. Be free and be sovereign, my friends. Um, well, good morning, everyone. Welcome. It's uh, it's heartening to see so many of you here. Um, our special guest today is obviously Michelle Soro. She's just amazing. <laughs> You're absolutely going to love everything about her. It's not, it's not, um, I don't think it's possible to not adore everything about Michelle. Um, she's incredibly, incredibly successful in business, um, seven figure entrepreneur. So she's, she's got that credibility behind her big time. But for me, it's always been about the way um, that Michelle conducts herself in business, what she leads with, how she's developed a tribe and a following. I find it astounding, to be brutally honest. And we're going to talk about a lot of that today. I'll always encourage my partners to remember, as the conversation moves forward today, get some questions ready. It's not often, um, well, maybe except in partners, that we get access to people like Michelle, who is so wildly successful, uh, but has done so in, in, in such a unique way. So as you hear this conversation unfold, Please start to jot your questions down so you can ask them directly to Michelle. And let me just say, um, now that we are recording, Michelle, thank you so much for being here. This is just such a treat and an honor for us. Oh, it's such a treat and an honor as well. And by the way, if you guys are ever looking for a class and how to approach someone to ask for something like this, Brian, you are world-class. Uh, just, it was beautiful. It, it was an absolute full body yes. I'm really happy to be here. I appreciate that. You know, can I actually, I have a few slides prepared today, but before we do that, I think that might be an interesting lesson for all of our partners. Um, and I'd love to hear it myself if that's okay. What, what did I do that made it a full body yes for you? Well, first of all, I had context. So I, you know, I don't know if you guys heard before you came on, but 
Uh, certainly before uh, Brian hit record, I had mentioned that Brian and Carrie were on my podcast maybe three years ago, and I just fell in love with their hearts and their their souls uh, because I, it was very clear that they had integrity. So there was context. But, you know, then you kind of fall out of touch. But um, all of a sudden, Brian, you sent me a DM on Facebook. DMs work, guys, when they are done effectively. And you just shared that you had been watching my journey. I'm paraphrasing a bit. I could probably read it verbatim and it might be more effective, but you had been watching my journey. You were moved by what I share and how I share and what I've been growing specifically this past 10, 11 months as I went through a complete deconstruction of who I be in the world of a coach and a trainer. And, and then what was emerging, you were witnessing and you just kind of kept it vague, but it was so from your heart and we all feel energy. So I felt the intention, I felt the sincerity. And I just said, oh, it's so wonderful to connect with you again, Brian. If you'd be willing, share with me what about specifically my journey, do you think that we might be on a similar path because you had said something. Mm -hmm. So then we found commonality. And now it's a full body interest, right? Because now you're actually sharing a specific thing that resonated with you that I shared. Mm -hmm. And even though it actually wasn't what I thought it was going to be in your response, it was still very much within the realm of who I am being pulled to be even more deeply. Mm -hmm. So then from there, we just opened it up and, and you didn't ask right away. I'm not even sure you had a thought to ask right away. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like several rounds of messages later where you said, you know, I love how you share so vulnerably. So courageously, you were just adding more about that. And I said, you know, Brian, I, I think that it's more about this, which is I know what we're going to talk about today, and less about those words that can be so loaded. You're like, yes, this. Oh, can we talk about this on the mastermind? I'm like, yes, absolutely. Because sharing this vibration uh, and sharing that approach is so valuable when we're trying to bring more uh, expansion into our containers that we provide. Yeah, that was gorgeous. I mean, that was absolutely beautiful. And I hope everyone picked up on that. Not, not because it was in reference to me. Um, authenticity is such a, it's such a funny word because it's ubiquitously used and yet so seldom actually acted from. That's been my experience. I think that, you know, we had Jesse Elder, if you recall Jesse's um, guest appearance here in Partners, he and I talked about that. That if on Facebook, your first sentence or somewhere in the top third of what you're writing is, you know, authentic post coming, I automatically, my lizard brain says, ah, probably not. If you had to qualify it as authentic, I, I probably am not going to resonate the same way. So I really appreciate that. Uh, and all you just said, uh, it was a great lesson for all of us, Michelle. I'm actually going to, if it's okay with you, of course, with everybody, I'm not, I prepared a little slideshow. I've never done this with a guest on Partners before. Wow. But I, I, wanted to, um, I wanted to find ways of expressing to you directly, Michelle, but also to our partners, what I think about and much more importantly, what I feel when I put you in my consciousness. So when I put Michelle in my consciousness, what do I feel? What resonates? And so I went searching today on, on Google for quotes that really just resonate with me as it relates to how I energetically connect with you. And I've never done this before. So I'm gonna ask you if you could to speak about these things as you see them, but I, I, I wanna just to start by saying, it's true, it was in October of 2018. You can see at the bottom there that Carrie and I had the honor and privilege of, of being on Michelle's podcast, which is absolutely sensational. Michelle, what is, it's, fire, it's the Fire and Soul podcast, correct? Yeah, Fire and Soul podcast. It's known as an awakening podcast for those of us are, that are on an awakening path. If you are, you know it. If you're not, you might want to be. <laughs> yeah, well said. And I, I don't endorse a lot inside of partners. I could not endorse this podcast more. This is one of those podcasts that you really want to tune into. Um, it's, it's rich with conversation. It's just so opulent the way Michelle engineers the conversation. It's, it's thick. It's thick, not... not um, erudite but uh it, it, it's thick with emotion like it really gets inside of you so I, I strongly suggest you give michelle's podcast a listen on a regular basis if, if it sounds uh good to you um here's where i want to start this is your cover photo so let me let me explain i went to your facebook page actually just this morning and um i saw that as your cover photo and it was the first it was the first instinct i had i was like yes that when I put Michelle in my consciousness, that's what I feel. I feel love. 
I absolutely feel love. It vibrates off of you. Some people say the words. Some people are the element. You are the element. So given that it's your cover photo, it's clearly a meaningful, impactful word, expression, energy to you. And I'm wondering if you can walk us through that. Like, why is love so so strongly important? So for me, as, you know, I'm really hesitant to use labels these days anymore. I just mentioned that I had a bit of a deconstruction last year. Like, I, I really, really resonate with being label-less. Like, for example, my Instagram literally says, I am Michelle. Uh, there's no, like, trying to define what I do, which can go against everything I used to teach, which is know your niche. You need to express exactly who you are, who you serve and how you help them. I'm not there anymore, but it doesn't mean there's not great value for me getting to the place that I am today. That said, uh, everything that I do has a spiritual hue. Uh, and I remember hearing Tony Robbins way back in the day, I was a devout student of his for a couple of years, he did like 14 of his live events. And if you've never been to a live event and you're looking to truly ignite an authentic leader in you, I really enjoyed that. And it was two years of that, a few years back now. I've evolved past that, not judging it, but evolved past it. But I'll never forget, I was at Business Mastery in Las Vegas. And there were like, I don't know, 3,000 entrepreneurs doing anywhere from like six figures to 500 million a year in the room. And I was a startup coach. I think I had done $30,000 in total gross revenue at that point. I was like, I'm in the wrong place. But I remember him pacing the stage at one point when we were working on this process, Brian, this particular exercise. And he said, make no mistake that entrepreneurship is a spiritual job. And I never forgot it, right? And you all probably relate to that, resonate on, on some level. But how are we leading from that place? And do our clients, do our participants, does our community, which I don't even like referring to our community as our audience. That's just me and where I am. I'm not judging anything, but everything is community. Everything is energy. And so if I come back to what I really believe is that love is everywhere, it's because I believe in the divine realm, the interconnectedness of everything, that everything and everyone is energy. And it does have a cause and effect, you know, uh, vibration. And so when I can fill myself up with love and then give that love away generously, genuinely, authentically, I know it's a buzzword that's used so much right now, but I'm talking about a sovereign state of who I know I am in my personal power, which is peace, then I get to see that everywhere. So I am a devout uh, student of life and divine intelligence known as mother nature and all sentient beings on the planet. Therefore, love is everywhere. And so when I lead from that, it's a vibration that's so potent. Mm -hmm. You have to do very little when you are in that realm because the universe truly is conspiring on your behalf. There's no more efforting or way less. And forget about the term manifestation. You don't need it because you already are it. So when you can see and be that love is everywhere, you magnetize those who are meant for your message and you just disregard all the rest, but not counting them out. You just keep going. Love is everywhere. Love is right where I am right here and right now. And I try my very best to stay in the present moment because that's the only place that our power resides right here and right now in the love. I got chills. I still Mm -hmm. have them. I'm I'm letting them roll. That was beautiful. Uh, Gosh, that was beautiful. Um, I, I promise with this next question, I'm not trying to lead you. As a matter of fact, I'm very open to being disagreed with because it, it doesn't hurt my ego. I don't, you know, I like to learn as much as anybody else. Um, I'm going to take a page from your book and start by saying no judgment attached to what I'm about to say. But with partners, um, I'm, I'm always trying to remind everyone, downplay tactics and strategies. Don't marry yourselves to methods of growing businesses. Instead, understand that you are the key cog of your business, that if you put yourself as the massive priority, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, that it's, it's really, I love the way you phrased it. It's not manifestation. It's just, it is, it's, it, it, it vibrates off of you. It's palpable. And we can go into the extreme spirituality, but we can also come back into science to talk about lizard brain and how this concept of duh and Taoism is a, is a representation of what people feel from you 
And there's, there's nothing but science that explains that very, very well. Mm-hmm. That if we, if we downplay or deregulate our overconcern of tactics and strategies, we move away from defining quote unquote audiences or message uh, specifics, and we simply lead with love and vulnerability, the right audience always assembles. It's ne- in 30 years as an entrepreneur, I've never seen that not true. I'd love to know your thoughts on that, even if it's disagreeable, because again, my ego doesn't play the game of needing to be right. Oh, I don't know what I could possibly disagree with there. And by the way, I'm a huge fan of being comfortable in a disagreement with someone else. We're seeing that play out right now in the West uh, quite viscerally, right? And so I run um, a mastermind called Soul Circle, high-performing entrepreneurs uh, and businessmen and women in there that understand that if we can't figure out how to regulate our own nervous systems and be in the present moment, which is the only place, and I mentioned this a moment ago, and it's worth repeating probably two or three times in today's time, the only place that our true power resides is in the present moment. We can't forecast tomorrow because it's not guaranteed. So we've got to really own this moment. And I don't mean own like try to control it, like surrender with deep, unabiding, unwavering faith that the universe has our back. And the more that we are willing to speak our truth, the more that the people that need our message will be magnetized to it. But if we're not willing to do that, they won't know that they need your message or that you are available as a lighthouse providing what I call the medicine, right? Mm -hmm. And what we've seen these last two and a half years in my experience, and I'm sure yours as well, is that the old 3D reality of programming, methods, control, force, push, all of that, it is beginning to dissolve. For some of us, it's already done, right? So we're moving into a quantum field. We've been hearing about this for a long time, but we are really here. And so there's going to be some of you in here that are still very much attached, and that's perfectly acceptable, and you're right, to methods and frameworks and blueprints and systems. And by the way, there is a need for that. There's a time and a place for that. I don't think I could be here with this this like sore in my energy if I hadn't learned all that and then taught all that for three and a half years, right? So it's just like everything. It's like, okay, where's the science? And then now where can we pull in the spirituality and the quantum divine realm? So there is a place for that. And there's going to be people here that really want that or attached to that, connected to that and want to lead with that. And your audience, your community needs that. But there's going to be some of you that's like, okay, I got this. Now I'm ready to lead with more of this transformation versus transactional type of energy that Brian's talking about. So can I trust that I have everything within me, but now I can lead with my love and vulnerability. That's an energy and a frequency that in these last two and a half years, people that you are wanting to serve are starving for. They've been to every course, every event, every Tony Robbins, you know, retreat, all these things, right? They have seen all of that. They've experienced it, maybe even embodied it. It's no longer going to cut it for most people in today's world. So where I'm seeing the massive growth with coaches, trainers, healers, entrepreneurs, and this doesn't just go for like the coaching realm. I'm talking about virtually all businesses. It's more of this. People are hungry and starving for a connection first to themselves because we feel so isolated, so disconnected, so disempowered, so disenchanted. And so the people that are beginning to be willing enough, like Brian here, to start to teach on this, guide on this, lead with this. Your businesses will expand beyond your wildest dreams if you can have faith in it, but you can't do it unless you are authentically embodying it, which is why we've got to do the deep inner work ourselves. Yes. Gosh, yes. That's electric. Yes. And cue the commentary in the chats where BG only brings on guests who agree with him, but that was poetic. And I I always, I really have a... I have an internal challenge, as you all know, whenever I do this. So I'm just going to say that to qualm my own ego for a second. But when I hear what Michelle just said, hey, it's the embodiment of partners. It's funny, Justin Devonshire, Michelle, you, I don't think you know Justin, but most of or all of our partners do. He's one of our business partners in this landscape. Uh, he's in town from Europe over the next few days. And Justin and I had a conversation just yesterday about exactly what Michelle just said. Um, you know, the phrasing of it was very interesting for me to hear when Justin and I started talking about it, because we both agreed there was a time in our entrepreneurial lives, Justin and myself, that we contributed to what we were jokingly calling the mud, 
which is we were the ones who were teaching tactics, strategies, and templates, especially templates. Mm. You know, most entrepreneurs love the blueprint. <laughs> but when you finally release, when you finally release to the universe has it, you have to align yourself to it. Yes. That's it. Yes. When you finally release to that, you recognize that putting you first means templates aren't required. And, and that in my career, I've contributed to the money of creating tactics, strategies, and templates. Um, and that's not what the world is starving for. Starving for authentic people. And what I was going to say before, when I, I really don't like when I do this, but I hope it's, I'm sure it's going to be uh, received well. When I think about what Michelle just explained, um, I think about Sam Portland. I think about Luke. Um, I'm looking around, I think about Calvin. I think about Michael Kukowski. And these are just names that are jumping off right now. In many ways, I think about all of you. But I'll use Sam as an example. People come to him to learn how to be faster in sport, mm -hmm. but they stay with him because of who he is mm -hmm. and how he makes them feel. Mm -hmm. Like how many times have we had that conversation with partners? If you're, if you're overemphasizing the tactic, the strategy, and or the message, and you're confounding it, and who's my target audience, and you're conflating that with other things, you're missing the saliency of the point. Mm. which is Sam's strength, Sam's success is how he makes people feel. Mm. They stay for that. And that, that Michelle, that's what I took from your eloquent uh, moments just there. That was absolutely gorgeous. Does anybody in partners want to comment on anything we've talked about so far or ask Michelle a direct question? I have more slides to see. I love what Michael wrote too. I love all the comments so far. Surrender yes. to, to the fact that the universe has your back. Felt that. Wonderful, Michael. So there's a resonance there. And what's so interesting is that we've all heard this kind of stuff before. It can sound so freaking basic. Mm -hmm. Yet it's the basics that will help you soar. Oh. Because most of us, we've gotten a little bit of success under our belt. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know that. Mm -mm. You know, it's like coming back to the breath, coming back to the present moment. Some of you might've heard me say that. And you're like, your eyes are rolling, right? Ego got in there like, oh, come on. Really? We got up for this? And it is absolutely the purest medicine and wisdom that I could possibly offer. And it's not just what I'm witnessing. It's what I'm beginning to witness for the bravest, the most courageous coaches, trainers, entrepreneurs out there that are willing to lead from this space. It's a zero point frequency. There is no manual. There is no rule book. There is no blueprint in this new earth frequency. But when you can begin to surrender to that, like Michael, you know, uh, captured, you know, his insight from that comment. And when you can learn to integrate that, which is the key that's missing in most people's programs and coaching containers, integration, we get these ahas, we get these insights, but do we integrate? And what does integration mean? Weaving that concept, that aha into the construct of our everyday being with devotion. And that can literally mean being in the present moment, having sacred rituals, you know, filling yourself up with love so that your clients feel that vibration like what's being highlighted here. So this stuff is so beautiful when you reverse engineer to who am I, what do I stand for? What am I here on the planet in this time for? Because this is a wild time. For a lot of us, we see the privilege and the honor to be alive in this time. And for some, there's just full on panic and fear and anxiety and, and rage, right? It's just, it just, it's just kind of where your soul is, <laughs> but you can choose to be any way that you wanna be in any given moment. But this is such a wild time to be alive. So, so if you are aware to the former, right, and you're present to that, resonant to that, it's like, all right, this is way bigger than a human experience. What am I here for? And what does humanity need? So everything I do right now, just to speak to that love vibration that you mentioned, that how people feel, um, is this is so much bigger than our community. This is out there to the world. Vibration is everything. So everything that I do on my podcast and in my programs and my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I always know that this is for the greater good for the mm. entire collective. It's not just for the person that I'm serving or the, like last night I had a group of about 50 people too in my mastermind. I was like, this is so much bigger than mm. what we think. So everything for me has this hue of it's for humanity, for the highest and best for all. And when you get into that vibration, I'm telling you, the universe shows up to support it in grand action. So true. 
It, it's such an interesting conversation. I've had many partners message me in the last six months because I've made no bones about the fact that inside of this community, my upper limit is 200 coaches. That's, that is really all I see for this community in a good way. And many partners have messaged me and saying, from a business tactical standpoint, why do you want to cap it at 200? And my answer is always the same because conceivably 200 coaches are going to impact directly 1,000 to 10,000 people. Now I do the math on that. The, the reverberation of what I'm trying to do in this community reverberates to literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Mm. That, that is my chosen vocation to, I want this to spread through humanity. I'm, I don't choose to do that myself. That's why this program is called Partners, because we're all in this together. That's the way I've always seen it. Um, Sam, I want to come to you in one second, but Michelle said something that the timing I think is right for this next slide. When I think of you, Michelle, I think of this. This is a huge part of what I feel when, when I put you in my consciousness. It's one of my favorite quotes, but it exudes who you are. Um, <clears throat> And for me, it's, you know, I, I, I'm getting electric right now thinking about it. Read this quote, everyone, please. This is Michelle. This is exactly who Michelle is to me. A great leader who isn't trying to be the strongest among us, but honest about their weakness. Not trying to be the smartest, but the ones who admit they don't know everything. Uh, great leader. Can't do everything and acknowledges that looks to others to help mm -hmm. that that typifies what I feel when I think of you mm. now is there as open-ended as this is is there any way I can ask you to talk about that quote as it relates to because you you mentioned something just a few moments ago about leadership and vulnerability and that's one of the strong reasons I approached you for today mm. um, what does leadership look like Honestly, from a from a, a spiritual, a a vulnerable perspective. Mm. That's such a simple and powerful question. What is it? What does it feel like for me today? That's that better way that I would answer it. I'm so in my divine feminine guys, and I know I'm not speaking a lot of woo language, but that's just really where I am. What does leadership feel like today? Um, it feels very much like we are all walking each other home in the, in the words of Ram Dass. It doesn't feel like uh, there's any hierarchy anymore that feels very old in 3D and it's dying. It feels very much collaborative and it feels um, honest. There was a first sentence in that quote and I had never seen that quote before. And it was like, great leaders are honest about their weaknesses. I would probably swap the word weakness for life, mm -hmm. yeah. right? It's just life. So when we're just honest about what we are going through, which by the way, takes practice. It's so not easy to take the mask off. Mm -hmm. But I think that great leaders today are willing to drop the mask. And the mask, what can that look like? We all know what it looks like and we certainly know how shitty it feels. It's the performative mask, the proving mask, the uh, showing mask, right? And we can begin to spot it. Maybe you guys have already spotted it and you're like highly allergic to it or maybe you're doing it and unconscious about it. So for ladies, a lot of that shows up in filters, uh, especially in the stories, right? On the gram, if you guys use Instagram, most of my audience is on Facebook by about 98%, but I still love Instagram. I'm still trying. Um, and, uh, and I don't do a lot of LinkedIn, but it's there. But, but so even the filters, you know, am, am I willing to show myself up until last August, I wore lash extensions. You know, I, I thought that was the way that I needed to present myself. And, and I didn't share about things like, oh, I picked up drinking alcohol. Uh, when the pandemic started, I'm, I'm in the LA area. We had an eight month, very strict lockdown. You couldn't even go outside um, at all. Uh, and it was just so weird. And of course I defied I, I'm just going to tell you right now, I defied all the rules, uh, refused to comply on many, many, many levels, uh, unless I absolutely had to for travel or something. But so bottom line is that um, when all that was going on, I didn't know how to soothe my nervous system. I didn't know how to, to deal with all this emotion that was right under the surface of a performative highly successful coach online. Because in 2020, my business also tripled. It was my biggest year. I did really well last year. I think I did about the same, but like, 
you know, I'm an, I was an online coach. I used to teach live video sales, you know, sales mastery. I come from a background of QVC and HSN where I sold over $220 million for the product on live TV products that you probably know, use and love today. So I have this exceptional niche expertise. Well, what was every big corporation and coaching business trying to do in 2020 was to pivot to an online business model because they could no longer do their in-person events. And so I got hired a lot. And so, but meanwhile, I'm drinking. And it was about a bottle of wine almost every single night, put on about a good 15 pounds. And, and none of that felt good. I felt so shitty. So I had to manufacture and put on this mask, right? And then talk about transformation. So finally, I was like, okay, enough of this. I need to own myself again. And it was August of last year. And I gave up the alcohol. And I just hopped on the microphone of my podcast for the first time in two and a half months because I was completely inconsistent. And a lot of this had to do with what I was seeing play out in the world. And I didn't know how to be with that. And some of you may understand exactly what I'm talking about. So then I had to just learn how to integrate that, find my power again. For me, my power was a sovereign mind, body, and soul. And I will come back to that every single time. A great leader is willing to be with their emotions, first and foremost. A great leader is not anesthetizing, suppressing, oppressing, numbing out. And that includes the distractions of social media and Netflix and Apple. It's like I had to get really clear and devoted to what did I want to feed my mind on a daily versus just endlessly and mindlessly numbing out. So anyway, anyway when I went through that process, I just shared it all. Yeah. I shared it all on the mic. And I was scared and I considered taking it down and I couldn't believe I was doing it. But the more that I shared honestly, the more that my listeners began to show up. My podcast died by almost 90% by August of 2021, by 90%. And now we are back up to where we were when I was at the peak in the spring of 2020. I don't say that to brag. I just let you know that like I was so damn honest about every visceral moment that was so hard and people want that, they need it. And the message that I get over and over and over again is like, I thought I was alone in this from high-powered attorneys or CEOs or Olympian winning athletes that are some of my former clients, right? It's like, I didn't know you were going through this. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. So leadership is honesty, but you can only be as honest as to the degree that you are willing to be with your own darkness and your own honesty within yourself. And when you can get present to that, you set yourself free from having to be on some pedestal that has this protective enslaved mask that you don't know how to get out of. So that is really what I think is grand leadership in today's time is being willing to take off the mask, show the real you, start with baby steps and trust yourself that you can get through it. Because it's hard in the beginning, but you will get through it. It's uncomfortable, but you will get through it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> There's so much there, I know. That's what I do, guys. I download and Brian's like, what do I pick up? That was perfect. <laughs> um, what Michelle just explained is why I reached out to her. That is the vulnerability and the journey I watched unfold in front of my eyes in three dimensions. Um, a, 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 a beautifully wondrous entity. Um, I'm certain, as Michelle's already explained, apprehensive perhaps at first, but coming off as completely unafraid to say I'm real, these are the challenges I've been, been experiencing. Um, and certainly partners know, number one, you've seen some of my public posts on Facebook. When I go into the shit, I say so. Mm -hmm. And I never say so to glib. I never say so to gain pity. I always end those messages by saying, somebody needs to hear this today, that <clears throat> we live in a society where social media experts, gurus, and leaders put on a lot of facade about a three-dimensional life that is a mile wide, but a millimeter deep. And I choose not to be that person. That when I'm, when I'm in the shit, I'm gonna tell you I'm in the shit because I think that is leadership. I think it's important that leaders say, look, at, you know, I'm human too. Mm -hmm. Partners, you've seen me bubble and cry more than once mm -hmm. on, on our calls because of challenges that I've been experiencing in my life personally. Mm -hmm. I don't do that to, to prod or persuade you to be that kind of leader. But as Michelle is echoing today, that's what the world is looking for. They're, they're looking for the person who's prepared to say, this is the challenge I'm experiencing. I'm not saying it for your pity. I'm saying it to show you that I'm human, or at least I'm having a human experience these 80 some odd years. And this is where that human experience has left me at this moment. 
it's and like Michelle, you all know my list of clients <clears throat> over the years has included Olympic gold medalists and pro athletes and high-end CEOs. Whenever I'm public about me and the shit, it's amazing to me who I get messages from. Mm-hmm. It absolutely amazes, it's, it staggers me. People you know by name because they're that significant in the biosphere of what we do, message me to say, thank you so much for saying that. I've been in the shit for 16 months. Do you have a second that we can talk? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it opens people. It, it, it opens people. And that's, to me, the essence of leadership in every conceivable way. Um, I see Luke's hands up. Sam, did you, did you still want to chime in? Because if so, we'll go Sam and then Luke, if that's okay. Yeah, it's actually... Brilliant. So, uh, Michelle, thank you for, for sharing everything. Um, and I'm glad that you spoke um, before I got to ask this, because what you've just spoke about leads into it quite nicely. At the beginning, you referenced a quote, obviously, entre- entrepreneurship is a spiritual job. And the story that you've just told obviously has um, a reorientation of spirit within it. Um, I Like I very well know, that type of of story but could you speak to where where is that penny dropping moment where is that point of which your that overriding sense of do you know what i'm better than this comes in mm-hmm. and your spiritual as you say spiritual job i i like spiritual journey um so could you speak to that Please. I'm with you on the journey thing. I'm totally with you on the journey. Everything I teach is, is about a journey right now. We are on a journey of the soul. Um, but I was paraphr- I was actually quoting Tony and he said, job. I would say this, I'm just such a stickler for language guys. And I hope you guys are as well. So you just said the penny drop moment. I am better than this. I didn't have that moment. And I certainly didn't have that thought, but I so appreciate the frame of reference that you're trying to come in with that I can hear. So for me, and this is, this is going to be way out there. This is why when, when Brian was commenting on my stories one day, I said, well, what specifically are you resonating with Brian? And then when he came back with vulnerability and courage and bravery and honesty, it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, but this is the penny drop moment. So some of you may be experiencing this right now. Uh, There is something referred to on the globe as a great awakening. And if you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, it's totally okay as well. And so it was me realizing that the world and all of my identities and the paradigms that I lived within it, I no longer resonated with. We're talking politically on every single level, including where I lived in Santa Monica and the ideologies that I believe we get programmed by. Um, it just didn't, it didn't resonate. So talk about a penny drop moment. I mean, it was like, how in the heck am I supposed to even move forward in life, much less as an entrepreneur or coach? Cause no labels resonated anymore. No identities. I didn't know who I was. And I'll be very, very honest. It got so deconstructed. I didn't know how to show up on social. I didn't know how to show up in regular conversations. It was so intense. I'm one of those really sensitive souls and I had to go through it in this way. I didn't even know how to drive my car for two months last fall. Some of you totally understand what I'm talking about. Others like, what is she doing, right? So it was more of a, I'm better than this. It turned into a, who am I really? And what am I here to do in this time with this new awareness? And so then I claim 2022 as my year of awakening on the most nuanced, most imperceptible shifts in my own consciousness, right? My consciousness is evolving daily. It feels like a quantum leap. Do I always get it right and perfect? Absolutely not. Am I still activated and triggered by the littlest things that are like lifelong issues? Yes. You know, we're also deeply human, but now I can see past it. So really it just came down to asking myself with such humility in the mirror, with a hand on my heart, lying down at night when I'm not plugging into the bullshit, numbing out that keeps us small and hidden and in more of the darkness, right? TV, Netflix, all that stuff. Not actually communing with the divine realm. Put a hand on my heart, who am I really? And then listen, we are powerful beyond measure, all of us. 
We are a sovereign soul. It gets said and just thrown around right now. But who's actually integrating that knowledge as wisdom and then sharing that with others? So it's probably not exactly what you were asking, but I hope that that's helpful. It's an ongoing process and I do not have the answer yet. And I am willing to devote my life to getting more clarity and more connection to the reverence of that answer of who am I really? Yeah, that's gorgeous. Gosh, that was beautiful. If I can just uh, chime into that from my perspective, and I am not speaking for Michelle, of course. <clears throat> I don't know if this is a penny drop moment, Sam, but <clears throat> one day I reconciled with the fact that in my human experience, it's it's the entirety of it is going to be a journey. That there is no perfection. That the human side of me will always have certain degrees of fallibility. And that if I'm okay with that, then it's all okay. It, it changed everything for me in business, in relationships, in absolutely everything. Truly. Brian, I want to add to that really quickly because... Remember, I'm not linear anymore, guys. Very rare is it linear for me. So, but a download just came through that uh, Sam, I think can be helpful for you that really illustrates uh, the light that Brian was just shedding. And I remember I hadn't been on my podcast for two and a half months. I didn't know how to share anywhere, much less my podcast, this sort of new awareness. But I knew I was being pulled into standing for this particular truth to serve humanity. And the, the penny drop moment was, as I was beginning to see others speak so courageously while others were getting censored and deplatformed. So basically against all odds, right? I was like, who am I really? What am I here to do? And how am I here to serve? That was what I was practicing. That's what I was conditioning <laughs> my ego to get prepared for. And I remember having this thought of, if I don't, I did not live up to my purpose on this planet and what I actually signed up for. So I had to get out of my own way and I had to just steep myself in faith. And I literally was just like, whatever may come, I get deplatformed. My podcast gets, you know, taken down. I never have another client that ever wants to invest with me again, because this is just too hard for so many to hear or even be curious about. I trusted that I had been called for a reason. Now that's way out there, Woo, but some of you are going to completely get that. And the more that I trusted it, the more that I was supported in the universe realm. And then my podcast grew like 800%. My business is thriving and I'm not even needing to use ads because it's all organic. So I share all of that just to kind of give you more of that. Like it was like a moment where I had to meet my ego with my soul, if that makes sense. And there was no other option. I could not go back. And I did remember think, I remember thinking, at what cost? At what cost, right? Friendships, business, relationships. You know, will I ever be a coach again? Turns out I don't identify with the word coach. It's more of a guide, right? Because I don't have a proven system. It's kind of like, let's just be in this together. But the more that I just put my faith there versus my fear of what I was going to lose, I got supported. And I trust in that for everyone. Every time Michelle talks, I'm like, I need to say something. <laughs> well, isn't this fun? It's like a virtual fireside chat. You guys are so awesomely present. I can feel the energy. It's really beautiful. Really, oh, this is a wonderful group of people. Truly. Yeah. To, to my to my soul, I absolutely love every single one of these people. Um, <clears throat> did anyone else notice that Michelle said, that, and this is not a tactical overture. This is just a comment. <clears throat> that we, we know factually, we're not going to ask for disclosed numbers. We know factually that Michelle is a seven-figure entrepreneur. That's a lot of monies. That's all the monies. And she just finished saying that ads aren't even necessary. It's all just organic. And I'm going to assume that referrals are a great part of that organic matrix. Well, I'm so, going to tell you something yeah, else please. really cool. And I, I, I say this very humbly because remember, I was willing to let it all go. I was like, God, I universe source, however you want to refer to that. It's not a religious term for me. Um, and I got my highest paid speaking gigs this year. I got my highest paid one-on-one -on -one clients. I got people coming to me for their audition for Shark Tank because that's that's truly an expertise of mine, right? For 10 years of 4,000 hours of being on live TV retails platforms around the world. Um, 
and or wanting to ramp up their sales on QVC or HSN and like I hadn't really done any of that in a good year and a half they were watching my journey and I didn't even know it yep and they trusted my authenticity so they would pay me a thousand dollars an hour no problem right so that kind of stuff and of course I have a minimum right it's like you can't just work with me for one hour and expect to have magic it's like there is a whole process there and so so while I didn't even have to market anything and I wasn't even putting out anything because I was letting myself kind of settle into, well, what is next in terms of a mastermind or intimate high ticket containers? Because I didn't know for the longest time, I had no idea. I knew the seeds were planted and I was trusting the process. But in the meantime, I was so supported with all of these really big opportunities that just kept coming and coming and coming and coming. I'm like, I'm making more money this year with zero effort. Mm -hmm. I'm not even putting myself out there, but I was vibrationally and energetically. And that is something that you got to begin to not wrap your head around, wrap your heart around. Yeah. Because well, the head yeah. doesn't won't make sense of that because of how we've been programmed for how you build a business. I'm not even going to say a thing because I'll just evaporate the rest of our time together. But um, what Michelle just said there, that's what I'm going to say. And you've heard it before because that's what I've explained. So gorgeous in every way. Um, Luke, please. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for being here. Hi, Luke. Um, I actually wanted to throw out uh, an idea and I guess have both of you back and forth on it like you have been. Uh, so <laughs> this word vulnerability gets thrown around a lot and it always seems to center around sharing the shit. <laughs> you know, like, sh hey, share your shit, share the darkness. I'm like, I'm really good at that. <laughs> um, I put that on display. It, it does, it hits people. Um, I, have, I, I don't feel like I have a lot of problems with that. Um, I'm interested in the other side of it. The good, the good. Um, I've been flying high, uh, not bragging. I just feel really good. Yeah. Um, I am way more bashful about sharing that because I, I just feel like it, it won't resonate. It's not what people connect with. Um, I, I, so I'm actually curious about a discussion on the other side of vulnerability and, sh and sharing Great question. Hey, this is great. This is like the best question because when, when I talk about being vulnerable and courageous, it's very little to do with the shit. That's part of it. But may I just go? Please, absolutely. <laughs> so my entire purpose on the planet is to awaken the highest vibration of love and joy. That's, and I'm getting the chills right now. It's a complete confirmation, right? And and they're up and down my legs. It's like, yes, this is what we're supposed to be talking about right now. So, but a lot of us aren't feeling that, but yet everybody's starving for it. So Luke, highest vibration of love and joy and connectedness and, and abundance. I think the days of like bragging about how much money we make and even leading with that on social media, I think it's a little bit old right now. Yes. I'm just going to say that at least that's what's coming up for me. Um, I have it in one spot on my website. I, I just do not lead with that, but I used to always lead with that because that was me with my mask and performing and proving. And I, I get why I needed to do that. And I do not judge myself for that. It was where I was was in the evolution of my journey but where I am today is being unapologetic about radiating this joy and love that I feel as well especially in these last four days and five days when so much of the west is so deeply activated and more polarized than ever I'm like yeah I'm not there doesn't mean that I don't have an opinion it doesn't mean that I don't have a point of view it means that I come back to neutrality because that's where my power is mm. okay and then that's what I lead with. And I'm leading this big mastermind that we came together last night. And I know that half of them fall on one side of the decision, the other half fall on the other. So I brought us back to a unified field, mm -hmm. right? To an understanding of each other. But we can only do that if we are living in this vibration of love and joy. Now, the archangels, which I learned by a lot. If you guys are interested in this at all, I know more women might be like keen to this, but write down the word, the words, the name Belinda Womack. Belinda Womack channels the archangel. She is absolutely pure. She's the most authentic, beautiful soul. She's been a personal teacher of mine. She's been on my podcast. Um, I have her book right here. She channels them for 29 years. She comes from the world of science. Uh, she did not expect this calling, but here it is. But anyway, I just want to say really quickly, she's very 
fully aware of everything playing out in the world right now that a lot of us aren't present to, some of us are. And she was like, our only role in this journey of being a human right now, being a soul, is to awaken to our high joy. So Luke sharing that. So in my stories, I'm really devoted to nature, hiking, like just communing with trees, climbing trees. Like I'm a grown woman and I hike and climb and sing a cappella. And I share that vibration in the hardest of moments, including this past weekend. This is what gets the highest engagement. People want to be around joy, high powered attorneys, CEOs, you name it. They want joy. Why? Because they are so disconnected from that in their hearts. They will pay you a lot of money mm-hmm. to join your programs and to work with you one-on-one. I have a client coming up in 10 minutes, runs a $50 million a year company, 60 employees. He's been my private client for two and a half years. He comes to me to awaken to love and joy mm-hmm. and to radiate that out to his employees and to his family. So that's the other side of it. But see, I think a lot of us feel bad or guilty or shameful about expressing love and joy right now because, oh, it's a little bit taboo. I shouldn't do it right now. It's too sensitive. Do it now if you're experiencing it. I'm getting the chills. This is the message that's supposed to come through right now. Hmm. Brian. Well, oh, I don't want to water down what you just said. That was beautiful. Um, <clears throat> if I were to take a more tactical angle, what I'd say to Luke and to everybody is what I've said before. Watch Carrie Campbell on social media. Mm. She radiates love and joy because Mm. that's what she is. Mm -hmm. And as you all know, she's got clients, personal clients that pay her anywhere from 50 to a hundred thousand dollars a year. And some of them are elite level athletes um, because of how she makes them feel. People, people want aspiration. And positioning matters. It's, It's one thing to be aspirational in an envious way. That comes through. That comes through. People, lizard brain kicks in. You just look like that guy who's being a douche. Luke, that's so not you. To your core, if I paid you a million dollars right now, I don't think you could be a douche. (laughs) It's just not who you are. So look at Gary Campbell's messaging. It's not overthought. She's not trying to do this or that. She's being herself and talking about her journey and radiating love and joy. And people flock to her because of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely flock to her because of it. You've got that love and joy thing as much as anybody that I know. <clears throat> so I don't know if anything I said helped. I would refer back to everything Michelle said because I thought that was gorgeous. But and tactically, yet- always remember people want aspiration. They want to feel good. Yeah. And that thing about the vulnerability of sharing your high jo- joy, you also uh, emanate masculinity uh, in a very positive way. Yes. There's just slander to talk about toxic masculinity as if every man on the planet has it. And so many men are even ashamed to be a man. It's just so weird right now, guys. Do not buy Preach, into that sister. Do Preach. not buy into that bullshit. There are so many good men. And I know you're all here because you wouldn't have been magnetized to Brian, who's an exceptional man. I just happen to know that, right? So that's just a a plain fact. But so here you are steeped in your masculinity and you want to talk about love and joy, which is your true power. Oh, heck yeah. That's what people want to experience. And they're just, there's, I I know we've said it, but they're hungry for it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, who's going to be that lighthouse? While also being successful, and being alpha, right? And standing for a united polarity as an example. There's so much division. So it's possible to do this and to radiate this, and I'm using very woo feminine language, but you can stand for this. Stand for sharing what's good in life, what to be grateful for in life, how blessed we all are. And you'll use your own language that resonates with you. But yes, this is the other side of it doesn't have to be a shit show. And that constitutes as vulnerable. In fact, that's a trap that a lot of people get in that actually just ends up being dis uninspiring. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a fine line and it's a really important question. It's like being honest and being unapologetic, especially when it's good and it seems inappropriate to shine a light on how good it is. Yeah, that, was that great. takes courage. That was great. Great question, Luke. Thank you for that. I know Michelle has a client at the top of the hour, so I'll give the last word to Calvin. Thank you for chiming in, Calvin. Thank you, Michelle. This is amazing. I am, and I am steeped in my masculinity, so I'm fine with that. But I love everything that you're saying. It's it's amazing. Um, 
I'm called with joy, hope, identity, and purpose. As you said, the divine was revealing your true purpose as you had this awakening. Um, first of all, how, how strong and how, how, how important do you believe identity is? And number two is, what was that something that you held on that you thought was your identity that was stripped off that you never thought would have been stripped off? Oh God, everything. Um, how important is identity? I would say for me, the question, and by the way, hello, Calvin. So nice to know you got another masculine man who can be in the love and the joy and the hope and all of that. Um, there are so many men out there like that. And the more that you shine your light, the more that you are going to help others be the same, right? Give themselves permission to be like, yeah, that's who I am. Um, identity less is really where I am. And so a way around that when you're trying to position yourself, because marketing is important, right? Sharing is more of the word that I would use these days, but you could lead with, you know, I've been labeled or identified as a coach, a father, a husband, a son, a, an entrepreneur, a medicine man, or, or whatever you would want to say, right? But ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm here for, and you just said it a moment ago. So you're letting your audience, your community know what you've been labeled as, what you've possibly identified as, maybe you'll even say a black man. I don't know, like, right? Because there's shame in that. It's, everything's getting so weird. Do not get caught up in any of the dehumanizing that's deliberately built to pin, pin us against each other, okay? It's all just a snapshot from a very myopic point of view. Perfectly said. So the biggest identity probably for me, and I'm just gonna own it, was I was deeply steeped in being a progressive liberal up until last year. Mm. It was just my identity. It's how I was raised. It's what I knew. It was like there was pride in that. I, I was devoted to CNN and MSNBC and MB, NPR and New York Times. I had no awareness that it might not be exactly what was being presented, uh, to say the least. And so when I woke up to that, then that unraveled every identity in my life. The one identity that I resonate with is I'm female. I am female. I am not a she slash her. I'm a female who's a sovereign being who thinks for herself. That's where I am today. Got chills again. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. <clears throat> so fabulous. You guys, you know, I know some of you aren't talking, but I can feel this energy, Brian. Mm. It is potent and it is connected and there is medicine here for you. It doesn't have anything to do with what I've shared, what Brian shared or what each person shared in the, I call them the soul seats, the hot seats, the love seats, whatever you guys want to call them. This is a collective vibration. And so you get to take away, you know, anything that landed for you. That's just being downloaded guys. We're all just downloading. And that's what we're talking about here is getting out of our own way, egoic mind of how it needs to look with that mask on. And just allowing yourself to be with what comes up, integrate that, and then take baby steps as you get out there. The other thing that Sam was talking about a moment ago, like the shit around the vulnerability, and it doesn't have to be the shit show. I would encourage you guys to all to swap the word out of, from vulnerability to just honesty. Mm. Vulnerability and courage can be very loaded for so many people. And I know it was for me, like people like, oh, you're so courageous when I was first kind of coming out, right? with what I was here to take a stand for way back when now it doesn't feel like effort. It's just like who I be and it is what it is. But I was like, it doesn't feel like courage. It just feels like I, I have to be honest. So maybe that'll land better for you or in a way that's more resonant and aligned, just honesty, mm -hmm. unapologetic honesty that's for the benefit for all. I'm not gonna soil those words with anything from me because that was idyllic and perfect. Um, Michelle, I'm aware of your time. So let me say this in closing, I will reach out to you privately today with a more gregarious thank you. Oh, you thank don't you. need to, Brian, but thank you. I love you. you this You're is amazing. more than enough. You are a wondrously strong woman. It just, you resonate with me. And I know there's been some, there's hearts I see now. There's been some chats. Michael Krakowski talked about your energy being intoxicating. I couldn't agree more. So thank you so sincerely. May I ask one quick question? Would you ever consider coming back? Oh, I would be honored. I'm getting Absolutely. the chills. This is this is an important place for us to have this conversation, my friend. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, round, round the angels. So I'm very guided by my angels, just so you know, and I got it all from Belinda Womack. But the angels are saying, 
this is just it's like bravo cheering us on you are supported you are guided you are protected at all times just keep doing the work michelle i love you so much i love thank you so much sincerely thank you guys thank okay, you guys. have a beautiful day and feel free to connect with me michelle sorrow you know on facebook that's where i play love you all <laughs> have a beautiful thank so day much. thanks everybody Be bye well. guys Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.